Welcome to the Heal Everything Podcast with none other than Tema Aziz Serwa. You are not here by coincidence. This is a sacred space for the holy, ratchet woman who knows that she has the power to heal everything. I'm going to help you learn some new things, create a legacy of healing, elevate your mind. You do not want to miss an episode of this podcast. So make sure you subscribe and you share and you favorite us. And invite your sisters because we're about to have a powerful conversation. Tune in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new season of the Heal Everything podcast. Season one, we tapped into the power of pleasure. Season two, we talked about healing toxic love habits. Last season, we talked about spiritual self-care and I brought in some powerhouses to have some amazing conversations about spirituality, how it's evolving, um, how that intersects with our mental health and how that intersects with being leaders and having authentic leadership. And so here we are now going into conversations about emotional discipline. And this season is particularly near and dear to me because it is my consistent application of emotional discipline that secures my success and sense of fulfillment in every type of relationship that I have. So let's get into it. This episode is about re-socializing the modern woman, re-socializing the modern woman. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about our capacity as women to interact and socialize in these new ways of being, right? The internet wasn't always around. Social media wasn't always around. And if you're not careful, you can get so consumed with your online image that you forget how to actually interact when you're in a room full of women. A lot of people are hiding behind the image they present and put out front um, through some of these channels and then throw in the mix and pot, the pandemic and being in periods of quarantine and feeling triggered in certain ways. Um, to be anxious, right, or afraid. So how do we socialize now? And the deeper question for me is, what do you do when you constantly are committed to improving yourself, evolving yourself? The 14-year-old version of you is very different from the 40-year-old version of you. How does that impact how you socialize? I think we assume that socializing is natural. I prefer the perspective that it is a skill. That just because you're around people does not mean you understand people. Unless you truly understand yourself, you're not going to know what to do with people. And so there are some key things we need to take a look at. One of them being, where are you with your self-identity? Where are you with your level of acceptance with yourself? That's number one. Before you get around anybody else and you're in any other rooms, 
where are you with yourself? I consider myself to be very radical with my self-acceptance. I love who I am. I love uh, my light nature and my dark nature. I've done enough shadow work to be well-versed in both my light and my darkness. And I'm very unapologetic. I am a natural rebel against people who feel like I'm too much. If I am too much, then go be around people who are less. Because I am good with me. Why is that important? I remember before I was like this. When I was not good with myself, when I would get around other people, I would automatically start trying to become what I think they needed me to be or wanted me to be. Seeking acceptance, validation, seeking comfort in the group's energy, even if I'm uncomfortable in my energy. And I became a glutton for feeding off of sisterhood energy. I just... Need my sisters. And there's, listen. Yes, you need other people. But what you need them for is important. If you need other women in your life to define your sense of success and accomplishment, then what happens when the dynamics change between you and those women? Do you lose yourself? Do you go into states of um, I'm lost because you now have to be more present with yourself. So that's one of the key things I want to throw into this conversation. It's important that you are really good with yourself before you start trying to hand yourself off to everybody else. Radical self-acceptance. Be so good with yourself that it affects your self-belief. It affects what you believe you can do. My belief in myself is so radical that I source my creativity from my womb, from myself. So by the time I collaborate or interact with anybody else, it's not out of a deficit. It's out of my overflow. So even God forbid... If the women who I love and walk with left my life, my success is not sourced by their energy and resources. My success is sourced from what I feel I am here to be and how I present that and offer that to the world is tied to me as the foundation. I feel like somebody listening to this episode needed that clarity. Because your whole purpose has been about what you can do in the group. And when you're by yourself, you, you get lost. You feel sad and depressed because who can add to me? Why do you need them to? Why can't you survive seasons when nobody can give you nothing? You can't survive those seasons because you have learned to be codependent with the very women that you say you're here to collaborate with and serve. If they pivot, you don't know what to do with yourself because you have resolved to being a leech type of energy. Let me hold you 
in this position and let me make sure I qualify you for this position based on what you do for me, what you give to me. There's a greater form of socializing. And this is why for those of you who are in business and are leaders and this is why you really should not try to make your family and friends your target market. You should find an experience that's broader than that. <laughs> you should find a way to speak to people and not place that weight on your family and friends that they buy from you and entangle themselves in your dreams if they don't want to be there that way. Maybe they just want to be your auntie or your cousin or your friend. It's food for thought. So the first piece of this conversation of re-socializing ourselves as modern women is before I interact with anybody in person, on social media, anywhere, am I truly good with myself? And when I find myself not good with myself, those are periods where I need to do some self-nurturing, some self-care so that I don't place the responsibility of my good feelings on other people. Second thing, let's talk about technology and your internet image versus the image you are when you're off of social media, off of the internet, when people aren't looking at your beautiful staged headshots okay because that's what we do professional pictures photography right so part of the branding process is teaching the world why you are someone they need to know and connect with right so yes you will invest in your social media presence and your templates and all of that and your headshots. But the other side of the conversation is once you get people's attention, do you know what to do with it when you have it? Because as Grant Cardone says in one of his webinars that I took in his free classes, he says that what follows attention is money and success, AKA marketing. And even if you're not an entrepreneur and you just using social media to connect with people, like, are you congruent? The image you present, the posts that you put up, do they represent how you feel about you? And if somebody meets you on Instagram and then sees you in person, will they feel like they are looking at the same person? Or are you consciously or subconsciously positioning an image of yourself for likes you know how many women I know who post beautiful sexy pictures of themselves that make people drool and they ain't even having sex they ain't even getting them <laughs> they just like the attention they ain't like to feed off the attention of being desired but still have real anxieties and fears about what to do once somebody wants to lay it down and put it down. You know how many women I know who talk about love and joy 
and peace and are having real battles with depression and feelings of loneliness. You get to be divine and human at the same time. But part of socializing in this modern world includes the opportunity to practice vulnerability and self-trust. Because the reality is you, you can experience being disappointed. Here you've been following this person on social media for years to meet them or go to one of their events and it's incongruent. I've been there. Um, so when you are making connections that filter through the internet and there are valid, powerful connections, there are people I've met through the internet that I love, adore, and it has developed into amazing friendships and connections. So I am not of the belief that social media or the use of the internet and technology is disserving us. I think that it's human beings who use these things. However, we decide to use them has an impact on each other. That's the reality. However, we decide to use these tools impacts one another. So social media can be an amazing resource. If I need some inspiration, I can scroll through my news feed and find tons because of who I'm friends with. People whose vibration don't resonate with me aren't on my friend list that I'm aware of now. I ain't got a lot of friends now. I think I'm close to that 5,000 mark. I keep trying to go through and clean up my friend list when I have time. But I think you understand what I mean by that. So when you can leverage, if you are following somebody, you love their Facebook, their Instagram, it doesn't cost anything to go in their DM and say, you know what, sis, FYI, I love your page. This is what it does for me. This is how it's blessed me. This is why I follow you. And thank you for what you put on your page. People have done that to me at times where I was in a pocket of needing to rebuild my self-esteem. And here comes a random DM from somebody that I didn't think, you know, saw me correctly. When I'm purging and releasing and going through transformations and relationships, there are times where the people who are sitting the closest to me don't see me correctly. And somebody across the world I've never spoken to before pops in my DM and says, I see you correctly. And that, those are signals to me that let me know what relationships and interactions resonate and which ones don't. What have I outgrown and what still fits, right? So be one of those kind of women. Be a blessing just because you can. Like have real interaction, communication. Sometimes people do or don't respond. I remember I had popped in Lisa Nichols um, DM. She's a powerful influencer in the world. And I had caught an interview she did on YouTube. And it blessed me, had me in tears. And oh, it filled my spirit up so much. And I remember hesitating, thinking, oh... You know, I don't know if this message is going to go to her, an assistant, or, or somebody random. Like, should I really engage? And I asked myself, this is the modern world, and you are as much someone to know as you feel about somebody else that you want to get to know. 
I want to say that again. Your presence is just as important as the presence of other people that you admire. Put your hand over your heart and repeat after me. I am significant. I am important. I matter. Yes, you do. So I was like, you know, whether she responds or not, how about I practice socializing, communicating, um, making my presence known and how I've been blessed for me because I hold a value system where being present, visible, vulnerable, and authentic is important to me. How can I honor my values if I don't practice them? So I popped in her DM and told her how much it blessed me and Thank you so much for being who you are and saying the things you say in the world because I needed to hear it and I needed to hear it today. And she responded and we had a beautiful exchange, nothing too deep. We didn't go into trying to lock in on each other and let's build and do something together. No, 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 no. Can you relate to each other without a motive, without a plan? Can somebody be your friend without you having a plan for their gifts, their time, their energy, and their resources? Can we just get to know who we are to each other? Can we do that? Can we do that? So I had that beautiful exchange with Lisa Nichols and we were able to, you know, I was able to tell her how much she helped me and she was able to say thank you and receive it and bless me again with another word. So be that kind of woman when you're socializing in this modern world where there's technology involved and social media involved and all of these different types of things. Like, don't get lost in the external stuff. Be so rooted within yourself that you can use these tools to express yourself, not use these tools to define yourself. You're not defined by what your social media page looks like and and your analytics. You're not defined. Your value in the world is not defined by how many followers you have on Instagram and how many likes you get on a post. And if you're not careful and if you define yourself by superficial things, You'll be looking at people with a bunch of engagement and likes thinking that they are more valuable than the person with none. No. Everybody has a piece of this puzzle. Everybody is important and significant in their own way. So it it goes beyond that. And that's how you should engage. You should engage beyond that. Beyond just, oh, I'm going to just like it and I'm going to just share and comment. But if you feel like you're resonating with someone that you're interacting with online, it does not hurt to make the invitation. And and that's the other piece of the conversation. The third point that I want to bring up around, you know, re-socializing the modern woman. What do you really know about how to create friendships and relationships? What do you really know about how to make a friend? I want that to be your journal prompt. What do I really know about friendship? See if you can find your earliest memory of making a friend. 
and pick apart what the moment was like that process. Did y'all become friends because y'all both liked each other's hair? Did y'all become friends because, you know, you both liked being in math class together? Like, what was it that really made you say that's somebody I would like to bond with and to build a relationship with? See if those relationships are still present in your life or if they have changed. And be clear on what changed them. Be clear on what changed your interest in the dynamic. You know, what changed about you, what changed about the other person. Start remembering your learning process around conflict and rifts. All of this points to your social skill level. Some of us have more social skills than others. But the way we gain healthy socializing skills is through taking sacred pauses and reflecting on what resonates with me now when it comes to friendship. Do I want somebody that understands entrepreneurship whether they are an entrepreneur or not do I want the kind of friends where I don't have to explain when I'm in seasons of focus why I'm not available because if you're in my life I've already taken time to explain to you who I am and how I live I've already given you the inside peek So you already know what my values are, what my principles are. So if I'm unavailable, it's not because I want to be. It's because there's something very important that I must take care of. And I'm the kind of person that I no longer desire relationships where people expect me to trade what I need to do to secure myself and what I have to focus on and get done. In order to comfort them, it's important to me at this stage in my life to have friends with a certain emotional IQ and a certain level of emotional self-sufficiency. Otherwise, we end up in these ambiguous codependent dynamics that begin to make me feel obligated instead of inspired. We're re-socializing. We're creating new blueprints for how we nourish each other as women in in sisterhood and in love relationships as well and in professional relationships as well. What do you need now? Are you in tune enough with yourself to know what you need in your socializing? Are you still the girl that loves to tear the clubs up or have you evolved? Do you like to do something a little bit different? Maybe you prefer to take your yoga mat out in the sun And do yoga poses. Well, you got to know which friends enjoy that. (laughs) I had a friend who she loves being in nature in the sun and sweating and all of that shit. I like to sweat too, but not in the sun. I prefer to do that in the sheets. Okay. And so she sometimes would get frustrated because there would be things she wanted to do that I just did not enjoy. But if being your friend means I have to constantly appease that, like 
you have to define the ways in which you can be together instead of focusing on the ways in which you can't. And you got to sometimes set a goal to have enough friends so that you don't tax the hell out of one. So the same way you set the intention to manifest a certain amount of money for your your uh, lifestyle or you set the intention to manifest uh, peace and joy. Yeah, you should have an intention for how many friends you think you need in your life. What kinds of friends? What kind of women do you want to call in to your circle in your life? And that's one of the um, blessings with the spaces I've been able to create. Like the woman's circle of empowerment. We take trips not because I'm trying to profit off of them. We take trips because we've cultivated sisterhood. And we want to hang out and see each other in person. (laughs) There's no registration fee for that. It comes with authentic sisterhood. But if you ain't careful in these streets, on this internet, people will see your hunger And desperation for companionship and friendship and charge you to give it a semblance of it. Yeah, you can be a part over here. Yeah, you're welcome over here. As long as you pay me this. And the moment you're not able to keep up with their financial needs. For the community that they've created. Your value changes the communication changes the likes on your post change the comments the shares the all of a sudden it changes because they only need you to be engaged so that they can count you in their revenue some women are treacherous So it is important as part of your self-care to properly place people in your life. To be clear on who you are and what you need. And to call in and create relationships that reflect that. To practice the skills, to practice, okay. You just showed me a red flag. I'm not going to ignore it and not address it until 10 red flags later. I'm going to go ahead and honor what I just saw about you. And then start thinking about your plan for when you need to have boundaries, communicate your boundaries, enforce your boundaries. How do you want to say goodbye to relationships? Do certain relationships need goodbyes or can you just pivot and preserve your peace? Social skills. Learn how to interact with other people. Just because you're a person doesn't mean you know what to do with other people. It's going to take more than just being a person to actually know what you're doing with other people. I'm going to say that louder for the people in the back. Listen to the podcast. (laughs) It's going to take more than just being human. And being a woman to know and understand and be a part of creating amazing sisterhood. You have got to fall in love with yourself. Let that love become a habit. 
so that when it's time to love somebody else, you're not in a deficit or perceived deficit. Because the truth is you are love. And if you're present, love is in the room. But that doesn't mean you always know how to demonstrate it. Because the trauma brain is a liar. It's very deceptive. And to have you seeing things and perceiving interactions about other women that aren't real. And to have you thinking somebody's got a problem with you and they don't. And you can find yourself ruining relationships and connections. Because you would rather talk about this person and begin to spread a discrediting energy. You would rather shut down and not use your words and, and make assumptions, right? We have got to be intentional and have a plan for how we socialize. That is the point of this episode and this podcast. I wanted to bring to your attention. Hey, do you have a plan for how you intend to socialize with other modern women that we were living in this age of technology and social media and now this pandemic? Do we know how to stay connected in authentic ways that feel nourishing and good to our souls? So what are your thoughts? What are your questions? If you have created a, a way of relating to other women that works for you, I want to meet you in our Facebook group, Let the Womb Be Heard, for our podcast, After Hours. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the direct correlation between your level of self-acceptance and how it impacts how you socialize with others. Let's continue the conversation. And for those of you who are looking for a space to really deep dive into gaining skills and emotional discipline, I do offer a class and a process. And so if you stay connected to our social media pages, you will see the announcements of that. You can also join our email list and get some additional exclusive intel about some of the things that I'm doing, feeling, thinking, and offering in the world. And so make sure you stay connected. But as always, I love that you continue to come back and catch every episode of the Heal Everything podcast. I do not take your presence for granted. And if you hear something in any of these episodes that is a blessing to you and you feel like has fed your soul, you are always welcome to reach out and say, Tame a girl, this episode, I need it. And so the space I've created for that, again, is our Facebook group, Let the Womb Be Heard. Peace and blessings. I'll meet you in the next episode.